Hello and welcome to Mind and Money Show, where we talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for good measure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Hello. We're back again. I got my cup with me today. Um, Do you know what? Talking about drinks and stuff like that. Bit of an aside. I tried to experiment last night because I had my porridge and I I soak it in oats the night before. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to eat healthy. You generally do eat healthy just because you've got a very bland diet anyway. (laughs) I put protein powder in last night just to see what it was like because I've seen a few people talk about it. So I put the milk in porridge protein powder and let it soak overnight and he's up this morning if anyone if anyone has any other ideas it was her yeah i do you know i think the problem you've done there is he did have oh he can't have a cold can you well yeah you have overnight oats and stuff like that so that's the idea of that i think do you don't like a cold though i prefer not to right try a cold because Kath has overnight oats with protein in and fruit and stuff like that. They're superb, but they're cold. You leave it in the fridge overnight. And then the pro- I, I'm just not convinced protein powder does very well in the microwave. I know people do these like microwave cakes with it and stuff like Can that. Can somebody um, come in with some nice um, healthy eating suggestions? Just have a Huel shake. That's what I do. Yeah, th- that, well, that's lunch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You cut your porridge and take down them, haven't you? Yeah. Well, how many calories of porridge you have for breakfast? Oh Christ, I was probably doing. I, I never, I it's never. Got, it's got to be four figures, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, quite easily. Yeah, I'd say it was twelve hundred <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah. No meal of the day, you know. Well, they do. They do say you should front load your day with so breakfast and then breaking the fast, t- taper down had, in the evenings. I hadn't eaten for the previous four hours that I was sleeping. So, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? The, the, it has relevance. That because I think um, you know we were lucky enough to have a, a, a chat with um, Dan Stanley from Betterman last week, and you know um, about our new venture going forward, which we'll talk about again. But um, you know, looking at certain stats, and you know, I know we take the Mickey out of healthy eating and stuff like that, but you know, eating healthy, you know, feeling healthy, both mentally and physical, was was um, interesting to, to, to chat to Dan about. Yeah, because Dan's really into his stats, isn't he, with regards to kind of um, male kind of welfare, mental health and things like that. And I think some of the some of the things that came out of the conversation that we had the other day were, uh, were actually quite alarming, I think, is the word. Yeah, and it puts, you know, after, after we finished, it put everything into perspective in terms of how often do we wish our life away and by that i mean you know you sometimes you you wish for the day to end and sometimes you wish that you get to the weekend and oh you can't wait until easter christmas how whatever it may be and and when you put in the what what figures that you do the the average the average life expectancy for a 40 year old man was well the average life expectancy for a 40 year old man 
based on the ONS statistics, is 84 years of age. So if you're 40 today, if you're going to break that down to weeks, that's 2,288 weeks until you're 84. Left. Left. And on an average that, and, and that puts everything into perspective of, you know, wishing our life away. And yeah. and I, I understand that when you're at a younger age, because you haven't had that, that much life experience, you can't wait until you see a grandparent for a gift. You can't wait till Christmas or your birthday or yeah. summer holidays. I get that. But when you become an adult, time just it almost it almost goes from being on a rocking horse to um chariot that you're flying and time is just so quick oh it, it does and i always just take for granted when kind of you always look to people as older we are those older people now though yeah, and yeah. you you take for granted what people say with the fact you know time flies when you get older and stuff like that it literally does because we were just chatting today when your first quarter's gone this year and we're like part way through april now as well yeah yeah it, and, just, it does just fly. And, 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 you know, feeling unwell, unhappy and, you know, potentially spend, you know, biggest killer, I think, in, in, in men um, in the UK at the moment is suicide. And how, how do people feel if they're not feeling well mentally and they're spending time maybe in bed and under the bed sheets or whatever, maybe it's just though the numbers last week when we were just having a, a general discussion was just mind blowing. Like, I'm sure one of the statistics I saw was four out of five suicides in the UK are men. Probably, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, I think like there's another stat: there's one in eight men suffer mental health problems. But I think, but, but but we are too. I think men are terrible for this. We are too brave to talk about it, and we think that there's a lot of a stigma around men talking about mental health, and you know we. We, you know, we, we had Matt Jones talking about it. We spoke with Dan Stanley about this before. And we also had Aaron on from Protectors who, who talks about this as well. And Lee Evans. Lee Evans as well, yeah. yeah. I think I think there's a, there's been a lot of kind of talk about it in a way we kind of take it for granted because there is this bravado thing with us as men. We're all bad for it. Yeah. We don't kind of like to open up about our feelings because it wasn't the manly thing to do. I think we're probably better than what we were at it, but, but the, the stats are alarming. It's starting to change because there, um, one of the guys we had on before as well, Tej as well, didn't he say um, there was, you know, with his dad's funeral, they, 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 they had to show a brave face. And, you know, that, I think those days probably are for the best gone. But as you said, the, the, the amount of people that still don't open up and, and it is, I presume it is a macho thing of, you know, how much, how much weight can you lift in the gym, you know, it's it's still it's still a vulnerability um, rather than an illness. You know, it's 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 easy to say, oh, I'm not good. I've got cancer. Oh, here you go. Rather than I'm not good. I've got issues. I just can't, you know, um, work things out. And, and it's the vulnerability of that. Yeah, and I think the hardest thing with mental health is that it's not outwardly displayed. Is it? It's not like you've got like just had an operation of various things, didn't I? You know that's an outward. You can see that's a problem, but the mental health is something which is inside you, and it's, it's down to that individual to open up and realize actually they do need some help and, and they are struggling. You know, like with with cancer things, that's an easy, you know, round was always a relatively easy kind of diagnosis, and yeah, and it kind of is what it is. But the, the stigma isn't attached to it. No, no, and, and and I'm a big believer in almost three pillars of 
of health, of mental health, physical health and financial health. And, and you might have all the money in the world and you might have, you know, um, the the best body in the world. But internally, if you're not well, that that could have a crippling effect on you. And we've seen, you know, with celebrities and this down the other. So it's just as important, you know, getting the whole package right. And that, that comes back to our day job of the financial planning that, you know, if you know your numbers, it may you know you can do or not do things. And if you if you if you don't need to potentially work longer, um, and you can feel happier on let's say on a golf course, I'm just using the, the basic stuff. Then financially you may be fit, and physically you may be uh, fit walking, and mentally you may be fit because you've stopped doing that job that maybe you didn't want to do, and you're happier out in the the the, um, the fresh air and with family and stuff so it ha they all have an interlinking effect on each other it, it, it's a balancing act isn't it and i think sometimes and we're guilty but i know that of you get stuck into the rat race and you just go from working day to working day to getting for the weekend and, and doing stuff and we're not really thinking about actually being present and what you're kind of doing and i think that's a big thing and, and this does happen i've seen it I, i've seen it with clients and with family and stuff whereby you work all your life and you come to this point of retirement and then it kind of all ends and you have these big plans for retirement and then the worst thing happens, someone dies. And there are all these big plans where they probably could have actually done a bit of it younger in life as well. I think it's that balance of trying to live for the day, you know, but also keeping that eye on the future as well. You know, you, you can't just be gung-ho and like, I'm just going to go out and party and have fun and do all this stuff and travel everywhere in the world because you've still got to kind of look after your family and, and yourself. But it's having that balance of saying, well, actually, what are the things I like to do? Um, and still doing those things. Yeah, yeah. You said, you said earlier about, you know, getting through the day. It is almost a resigned fact of an X amount of hours I'll be able to catch up in my sleep or something like that. To a degree, it's wishing your, you know, the term they use, wishing your life away, but it's, it's trying to get through the day, oh, and just fall asleep and get on with the next day. And as you say, if you've got 2,288 weeks or whatever left as a fortune, you know, it's exactly that. You have to, you have to live for today, enjoy today um, by keeping the eye on tomorrow. But um, yeah, I think it was just brought home by, by Chan to Dan last week and I know we talk about it a lot of the time when we when we sit down with people and planning for the future, but it's a stark reality of life is bl very bloody short. Yeah, exactly, and, and you just got. I think you just got to have some fun as well. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, and I, you know, luckily we enjoy what we do. So when we go to work each day, it's not like going to work. I wouldn't say it's that kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like some people I know, they go to their work, their job, and it's. It's just suddenly just got to do for eight hours a day, and it pays the bills. And 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 we've talked about this before. If 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 you are that type of person, sometimes you've got to step back and think, well, am I doing the right thing for me? Because there are other things you can do, and there are other, other jobs. I know people say there isn't, but there is. Do you know what I mean like like I made a career change when I was kind of in my kind of late twenties, and and I actually made a huge career change. I went from a proper career in the police to being self-employed in financial services and I planned what I was going to do but that was because I wasn't happy where I was and I couldn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. Um, what I love to see is and I've heard recently with a few people is you know you, you you work out what you actually enjoy in life and enjoy doing and then you go and find the job associated with that and if there is none become an entrepreneur and make that job 
and then you're happy in that. But I suppose that that overlaps in on you know your happy time and your work and and all of that. Um, and you probably have to distinguish them. But um, I have a friend back in Ireland um, and works in 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 sport, both commentating and um, reporting and stuff like that, and journalism. And each time I chat to him, he goes, "I should feel bad, shouldn't I?" Because I feel like I have the best job in the world. I get paid to do what I love. And you kind of go, utopia. Yeah, exactly. I remember speaking to one of our clients who um, landed a job and he said it is 90% of the most ideal job he could ever have. You know, because you're never going to get 100% of you. Yeah. But he said this is 90% of, the, of kind of like the best, greatest job I could ever do. If, and how good's that? Even if you get the best job in the world, there's going to be crap attached to some part of it. And it might be, for anyone else, oh, that's the crap part. But, you know, if you have the best job in the world, there has to be. You can't love every part of it because yeah, it's going to be something. But, he knows yeah. that was going to come with exactly. challenges and, and so on and so forth. But, but but what a great feeling that was going to be. And I know there's people out there who kind of struggle. I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what I want to be doing or what my job is and stuff like that. And, and you hey, you may never find out until you're in your late 40s, early 50s, but it'll, it'll come to you. I mean, and, I, and, I, and that's where I come back to, and I've said this before, I don't have an issue with, if you ever see a job CV whereby someone has tried lots of different jobs, yeah? Now, if, for example, they're in recruitment and they're on their 12th recruitment firm, then that's a problem. They don't like recruitment. But if they've worked in McDonald's, then they've worked in um, Sainsbury's, then they've worked in a recruitment um, position, then they've worked in a law firm, then it's... They just realise that that isn't for them. Now, don't get me wrong, there's some caveats to that. It might be that they just don't like anything they do. But I don't have a problem with people trying it out because it's too easy to get kind of pigeonholed and go, this is the career you're going to be doing and this is what you need to do for the rest of your life. So there's a lot to be said for that. I think I think it comes down to if you like what you do, you're going to enjoy and feel happy. If you feel happy, you're probably going to um, maybe even eat better and um, it's going to make you feel even happier if you eat better and overall i think the overall endorphins for everything is is more of a positive effect than than a negative so it all stems back even though it's talking about stuff that we're we don't do every day the mental health we still have an in, an input into you know getting people to have a think about what the future holds for them working out numbers not just telling them about products working out numbers what they want to do when they want to do it making them feel happy and then removing whatever fear we have so they can basically enjoy the X amount of weeks, days, months and years that they have on this planet. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, but yeah, I, I think it is that kind of balance now, like we just said about living for today, keeping an eye on tomorrow, do you know what I mean? And not getting kind of bogged down in the day-to-day -day rat race and try and get out of it and like, Go and see that friend you haven't seen for a while. That's I'm not, guilty of that. Let's not talk about the stat. The stat is of a 122% increase in divorces during uh, the last two years. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's a huge stat, isn't it? 122% rise in divorce since COVID. Yeah, so um, but that, that's one for another day. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe 
And remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.